Hello, and welcome to Last Guys Off the Bench, the podcast where you get expert NBA analysis from expert lifetime bench warmers. Today, we talk about the NBA bubble. Here with me is Darcy, who holds the record for most, most failed attempts trying to score on himself in a game on one-on-none. Darcy, how you doing? Still trying to get the ball in the hoop, man. Day by day. One, day one by attempt day. at a time. Yeah, it's super meta. It means a lot of things. It means whatever you want it to mean. It means everything. And nothing. And nothing. Burst the bubble. We're going to talk about bursting Who the bubble. Burst the bubble. Next oh, for sure. J.R. Smith. <laughs> Hands down. Dude, I, you know what was really funny? was like one month ago when there was like nothing left to talk about and get up and first take. We're just like scrambling for anything, anything mm-hmm. sports related. Oh, it was the best. No, it was the worst. Well, it was the best because it was the worst. It was the best because it was like Molly was asking Stephen A. the most ridiculous questions. Like, give me your top five backup quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you had to choose a backup quarterback, who would it be and why? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a quick interview question. <laughs> <laughs> give me your three strengths and then – Three weaknesses for every quarterback <laughs> in the league. Go. Exactly. But they weren't talking about quarterbacks. They were actually talking about announcers. Also very true. Yeah. They were just announcers. like ranking the best players from the 2011 NFL season. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they still are doing that stuff, though, because like today I was watching and it was like nine years ago today, Derek Peter hit his 3,000th <laughs> hit. I was like, dude, they were what? out of content, man. <laughs> It was so like it was like a five minute would, segment too. I was like, okay, what's going on here? Things that would normally happen on five, ten, twenty year anniversaries were like thirteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the Derek Jeter thing was at least five minutes because then they started talking about. Oh, it was three years ago that he retired, or uh, six years ago that he retired. Can you believe it's six years ago? It's like. Like, this is Sports Center. I was like, what's going 13 on? 13 years ago, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony put up 30 points against the Nuggets for the first time. And it was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> on this date today, you know, <laughs> on this 25 date today. years ago, LeBron was like entering his senior year in high school. <laughs> on this date, 20 years ago, LeBron James at 16 years old put up 16 games at a basketball or 16 points at a basketball camp. He did. Coach like, K camp. What's like some random NBA player that would have been there? Just like uh, NBA veteran. Uh, Al Harrington. <laughs> oh, yeah, NBA veteran <laughs> Al Harrington was there to watch. <laughs> Adonis. Al, you, know. you got to see LeBron at 16. What did you see then? <laughs> oh, I just knew he was going to be a star. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Max Kellerman takes it way too seriously. He's like, Al, at 16, did you really see this potential? He's got the boxer voice. That's just like, he's ready to announce a boxing match. Honestly, I feel like people give Max way too much credit for his boxing analysis, but that's a whole different topic. Yeah, well, and today, so leading from SportsCenter, all they kept talking about was like the countdown to the boxing match that was at six or... Oh, strength. dude, they're shitty top rank boxing. Yeah, like, and at five fighters no one cares about. Like, we're 17 minutes away from six o'clock. <laughs> 17 minutes away from on this date nine years ago. <laughs> at 6 13, 16 years ago, <laughs> Bronny was born. 
I swear they're gonna be like next Tuesday they're gonna be like on this date two years ago LeBron started Taco Tuesday and changed the social media landscape <laughs> <laughs> alright who's most likely to burst the bubble though for real do you think J.R. Smith um probably not just because he's on the Lakers I think you know they'll keep him controlled but what's the, what's a team that'll make the playoffs but isn't gonna Nets go the Nets are far? trying man Dude, little They're one by one. In the bubble. <laughs> you, you know who's gonna burst the bubble? Aaron Gordon. Nice. Even though he's local, like they're Orlando, he's just gonna know where to go, and then he's just gonna like. Yeah, well, he's probably they're probably all like really pissed because they like live in Orlando. So yeah, it's like why can't I just commute? Yeah, why can't I just go home? <laughs> that sucks, dude. Yeah, That's you got the Mabamba worst. in there who just like gets no PT, but Kevin O'Connor, which thought he was gonna be the next greatest thing. Oh my gosh! Please give me more of your Kevin O'Connor takes. <laughs> On this episode of Last Guys Off the Bench, we go <laughs> oh, off on Ingram, KOC. You know? yeah. Brandon nice. Ingram's going to burst the bubble. Did Brandon Ingram make the All-Star game this year? Was that him that got that last spot? Yeah, he did make it. Undeserving, dude. So much better than Ben Simmons. Oh, my gosh. Stop. So much more potential. He's so young. He's only 19. He's been 19 <laughs> for three years. <laughs> Dude, him it for him it's it's like Brandon Ingram's only nineteen, and then Jason Tatum's been twenty for like ever since he joined oh, yeah. the league. He's been he's only twenty. <laughs> he's only twenty, man. Got so much oh, potential. Man. Uncle Dennis is gonna burst the bubble. That's who's yeah, gonna burst think. the bubble. All right, we can, we can start there. Kawhi already causing drama before he even goes inside the bubble. Told Just the team. To bring, I mean, it's family matters, you know. Just oh yeah. Didn't join the team on their flight to Orlando for family reasons. He'll join them later. I was telling Darcy before we started recording that 100% the family matter is he's trying to bring Uncle Dennis in the bubble. <laughs> and it might not even be Kawhi trying to bring Uncle Dennis in the bubble. It might be Uncle Dennis forcing Kawhi to bring him in the bubble. Either way, Uncle yeah, Dennis is making his way to the bubble. No, for sure. Yeah, we, we both think that he's just going to – he's not going to play unless Uncle Dennis gets to come. And that's going to be the next headline. Uncle Dennis and Kawhi, or Kawhi accompanied by uncle, his uncle, Dennis. So if you remember uh, the longstanding rumor of why Duncan ended up not joining the Magic when uh, they were recruiting him with uh, T-Mac and uh, Grant Hill, yeah. was because Doc Rivers didn't let him bring his family on the team plane. That was one of the requests that Tim Duncan had. And Doc said, no, that's a policy I have. And yeah, now Doc's he's not going <laughs> to make that same mistake twice. He's going to be like, this is... Does Uncle Dennis need a room? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I forgot Doc Rivers was the coach of the Clippers. <laughs> oh, full circle. Yeah, I like it. There you go. <laughs> uh, I think you have something there. Right? Uncle Dennis will be the last guy off the bench. First 100%. He's yeah. going to suit up for a game, too. It's going to be yeah. part of Kawhi's contract. <laughs> Just imagining him like suiting up for like a preseason game. Like maybe getting like a minute or two. <laughs> no, I don't think he gets. To, he gets to do like shoot around and stuff. Remember when Tony Romo was an honorary? Yeah, member? yeah. That's good. It's like if that. it was a Make a Wish kid or something. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> they didn't give it. Like they pushed the Make a Wish kid out of it, and they were just like Tony. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're gonna do with Uncle Dennis. Said, so, you know, Tony, why don't we have you come in here? And then like, there's like some other kids like isn't able to go because of it and like is pushed off the <laughs> schedule and is no longer with us now and oh. can never yeah you know <laughs> all because of tony romo 
yeah. that's a that's, story I mean, they didn't tell you. That's how I feel as an Eagles fan. So, you know, I mean, Tony Romo. I yeah, that guy. Your blood's so all the way. You know what I'm saying? Ah. No. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Quincy Carter. Quincy Carter all the way. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, let's kick it back. Dude, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Let's look at his stats. Tony Romo. Vinny Testaverde all the way. Oh my gosh. Please stop. <laughs> all right, Drew man. Drew Henson all the way. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Who's bursting the bubble, though, for real? <laughs> Drew Henson. <laughs> Get Vinny out Testaverde of here. coming in like with his strong mustache. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I think Kawhi is a good bet, or Uncle Dennis. Yeah. Through Kawhi, Uncle Dennis. Yeah, it's as strong as ever. That's fair. All right, man. Uh, what do you think, dude? Do you think? All right, let's start. Let's start with the basics. Do you think they finish the season? Yes. So, all right. I think honestly, <laughs> the way that these. Um, I I once they announced the schedule and everything, I was like, all right, it's happening for sure. By the way, today is July 9th, and uh, today's the last day that the teams, the last teams entered. They were like divided into three days. So Monday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway. You know, one of so, the things, the only thing I could see them having a hard time with is if a whole team gets it. Or not a whole team, but like let's say half the team gets it. Like what, at what point do you, would you feel compelled to postpone a series because of it right not just and one it, person no matter what the person who the person is right i think it depends what team it is too so for example other leagues where they're kind of starting from scratch like the mls right they're doing a tournament and yeah. they're at the beginning stages of a group stage so two Billy teams have pulled... look good man yeah <laughs> yeah You're catching up on, on your started MLS? at 6 a.m today oh my gosh yeah, yeah no it was a 9 a.m eastern start right yeah um Dude, that that that's gotta take those players back to like those like fourteen year old club games. Oh my gosh! You're just like waking like, up like dude, instead they of like orange juice, you're having coffee, and that's yeah. I mean, they you have can't not eat played that morning. game. They haven't played that early since they were fourteen, dude. Since like before high school, you can't do anything, dude. Like a like you have you can't eat, right? There's no way they're nope. eating. I mean, they're probably having like a little bit of fruit, like an orange or something. Yeah. Okay, that's it. A banana, some coffee. Although I feel like if you have some, like you have to time that. Dude, right. yeah, I was gonna say, like <laughs> they have to time it perfect. Just imagine you're too late on it; it's over. You're done. Thirty minutes in, there's no timeouts. You're screwed. I guess you can't sub back the, in. I, I get when I, I'm thinking of seriously though, like when you're a kid and you have like those early matches at like seven thirty or eight o'clock. I feel like they were so early on Saturdays, dude. Dude. And you just show up right before. I guess as a professional athlete, they're probably there two hours early. So they have time. Do you, to drink you think so? Get up well, I think like they're not making them wake up at 6 a.m. Like I really do think that those 9 a.m. starts, they're just like showing up for a 30 minute like warm up, you know? <laughs> no way. Dude, okay, if the game starts at 9, they probably are like warming up and getting ready at 8. Like they're not doing they're their at two games. arena at 7. Whatever, you think they're doing their regular pre-games? Is that also, Orlando dude, also? Yeah, Why also in Orlando? Orlando. I don't know. Like, is this complex that everybody's big? Everybody's at Disney? Just like, dude. it's like the Olympics. Uh... They're asking for an outbreak, man. Yeah, they are. I Yeah, when they originally chose Orlando, I just figured it would just be them. Yeah, me too. But uh, the WNBA is not in Orlando, but they're also in Florida. 
uh, MLS is in Orlando, and then something else is in Orlando, isn't it? Um, maybe I'm making that up, but for sure hockey. MLS is. No, is hockey is like in Vancouver and somewhere else or something. They're doing two cities. It's weird, but I guess that's better than a lot of cities. Yeah. No, but um, I think what what's interesting is so those leagues, right? A team has already bowed out of each and. It's like, oh, women's soccer. I think that one's in Orlando. Um, but <laughs> but it's easier there, right? But mm-hmm. let's say here, you know, just scheduling-wise, if a team bows out before the playoffs, ruins your perfect schedule. And then if a team bows out during the playoffs, like, do you just give one team a pass to the next round? Yeah, I, that, that, that's... I feel like you can't, right? And, well, that being said, like, let's say the Nets, you know, they've already had, like, six players leave. Let's say the Nets have to, like, bow out, right? Bro, they just Uh, signed – is that them who just signed Jamal Crawford? Yeah. What up? Dude, that's crazy. That's going to be fun. That's 2K. I'm almost positive it is, but they're they're signing everyone. They just signed – 2K All-Star. Justin Anderson. Justin Anderson? Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, the first one. Okay. (laughs) He was Dude, on the Sixers. They, he was terrible. They just signed someone else. Who did they sign? Nets. Oh, Beasley. Malik, uh, Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley. That one's crazy, dude. That's like the best they could do. Oh, Michael Beasley. Whoops. No. Yeah. For real? Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley. Yeah, that yeah, Michael Malik Beasley. Beasley. I was like, he's pretty good. He's in the Nuggets. But uh, Michael Beasley? Yep. Okay. Today. I'm into it though. I'm I'm excited to watch those games. But I just don't understand why. Okay, here's what I don't understand. Right, in theory, you have some pretty good G League prospects. There's like some nice players that are yeah, young just, like, that aren't getting minutes. And see what happens. Yeah, like yeah. why are you signing these aged veterans that you know? I, I I guess I don't understand if there really is more surety in that. You know? Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, both those guys have played in playoff games, and they're like capable of like being in a lot I don't, I don't know i guess so i guess you're right about that like they know what to expect more like, than anything they can make sure that they still make the playoffs for what for whatever that's worth right not lose that lead yeah but what Crawford happens they'll both be fun to watch i'm gonna tune in for that i wouldn't have watched them if they just had like random g league players that i never heard of unless it was like people i knew from college you know that's fair that's fair like if they what happens if, like LeBron? Talking. Wait, what? <laughs> so if what? they rolled out Jerry McNamara, now we're talking. Oh my god! <laughs> what happens if so, if the Lakers get infected? Like, what happens if LeBron is out? I think I, like they there's no way playing. they don't make an exception. No, they have to keep playing. They're gonna go two weeks without LeBron. Like you gotta like imagine that he just—it's like the same as him getting hurt. Of course, it's not the same, but yeah. It, I don't know if there's a you have that has to be the answer. It's what happens when there's like their whole starting five is out. All right. So what I'm happens not, when their whole starting that. five is out? Hopefully that's not the case, but I don't know. That's that's the do you postpone a series two weeks? That screws everything over. Um, I guess so. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. It depends. I think if it's like three oh, they're just like gonna let the team advance, right? If it's two two yeah, that's true. Yeah. Three oh I could see them just being like, Yeah, whatever. Yeah, this has never happened in league history. It's not going to happen now. Yeah. Although I guess these are the circumstances under which it could. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> Run it back. 
again, well, run it back. So, for example, baseball, right? Baseball is really different. They're not doing a bubble. Teams are just going to travel to the cities and have games without fans. Yeah, I'm um, trying to do uh, some fantasy baseball. Just saying. Oh, I'm down to start a league. Uh, mom, if you're listening, like, let me know if you're in. Me, uh, you, your mom, Emily. It's <laughs> four already. I think that's probably Emily's enough. mom. Dude, Emily, <laughs> Emily's mom. Dude, listen, 60 games. I think I can make it. I'm done. I think some of these inconsistencies are pretty funny, like with this bubble. Mm-hmm. And then Adam Silver is already throwing out like cautious statements on like, you know, if the bubble bursts, we might have to close. Mm-hmm. But like DeRozan made headlines on ESPN because they have zero content. It's not like he said anything drastic. They just don't have anything to work with where he was just like, it's pretty stupid that we're, we can like dive for a loose ball and, you know, be all up in each other and set a screen, but we can't play doubles ping pong. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a little like, much. It's ridiculous. I like how they outline doubles ping pong also. Right. Well, cause that's like one of the three activities they have laid out for them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, I think the whole point of the bubble, right? And maybe, you know, the experts can say I'm interpreting this wrong, but I really think the whole point of the bubble should be if you're in a bubble where everyone is testing COVID free, you should be able to live a normal life. Like, yeah, that's the what whole I thought point, it was going to be. Yeah, the whole point is that if, if no one's tested positive, you can be within six feet, you can hang out. Yeah, like, that's, that's, that's the reason too. you're allowing these sports to happen. Yeah, no, that was so, definitely the impression I got. I thought it was going to be like, once you're in and you're quarantined and and you're testing constantly, right? So Every day they're testing daily. Um, it's daily tests. You're, you're going to catch it. Even if you're asymptomatic, you're going to catch it really quickly. Yeah. Um, before it, I think it would spread more than five or six people. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised that they aren't just kind of like, all right, you're in the bubble. You're good. You're safe or as safe as you can be. We're going to continue testing. You can start to act as if we're, we're playing basketball. Like you said, like we're already in, Right, like for for 48 minutes a game, they're going to be way within six feet. You know what I mean? Like the spacing isn't going to be that great. Like I just – it those kind of things are pretty silly to me. I think the whole point of the bubble is to avoid that. Now, if you want to say like, for example, the bubble isn't impenetrable. All the workers don't have to be there nonstop, right? Like employees can go home. Employees can leave the bubble. So if you want to say, all right, NBA players can't get within six feet of people working in the bubble, okay, but like to say LeBron James can't get within six feet of Anthony Davis after the game, after they just did like 20 pick and rolls. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think they're going to have a hard time trying to like enforce something like that. So um, I started off this podcast. Are the pools open? I don't know. That's, the, that's a know, good question. Yeah. That'd be sick. That would be sick. But I started off asking you like, what do you think the chances are they're going to finish? Because baseball again zero news made headlines because buster only said that uh he thought baseball had a five percent or a zero percent chance of finishing is what he said and um brian windhorse was like i I think the nba has like a 90 percent chance of finishing well yeah it's a i mean although i guess 60 games they're probably playing close to that i mean no that's not true Every team is playing 60 games there. Yeah. Well, the the reason I bring that up is just because uh, MLS also set out like a very strict handbook. You know, I guess like the health experts wanted them to show what they're going to do to stop the spread. Mm-hmm. And basically what all the baseball analysts were saying, because like they're not allowed to chew uh, tobacco in the dugout and like spit, you know, like typical just baseball, you know, behaviors yeah. that are just, they can't, you know, high five within the dugout. They have to be six feet apart. So the dugout isn't that big. You know oh, what I that's, mean? That's and, ridiculous. 
what baseball analysts were saying were like, look, they like very clearly these rules aren't going to be followed that stringently. Yeah. It's more so just to outline a plan of mm-hmm. how we're going to do it to like make people feel at ease. Sure. And I think basketball is going to be the same way, right? Like I think within a week or two, you're going to see guys hanging out in like yeah. big groups, not social distancing. All yeah, that you can't stuff. see your families. I think that yeah, it just makes a lot of sense, especially in the bubble. Yeah. And even, even what baseball is doing when you're getting tested that often, you're going to be able to isolate the cases right even easier for them because they're not in the bubble you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. so you know this person tests positive well they didn't interact with 100 all of these people (laughs) right exactly (laughs) the bubble is like uh because they're allowing other people the employees um, it will be hard to trace it'll be really hard to trace or it will be i don't know if it'll be hard to trace but uh, like are you testing uh, do you know I, i haven't actually looked at it but are they testing all the employees every time they come in or I'm sure they're testing the employees. I doubt they're testing them daily like the players. I doubt yeah. it. There's no so way. that's going to be. And honestly, okay, so the NBA, I think. Um, Why wouldn't they just pay some, like pay those people. Right, that's what I was, extra, I was exactly what I was going to say. Like pay them double or like, let's say these people are making 15 bucks an hour, right? And like for 15 bucks an hour, I can totally understand how you're not willing to be enclosed 60 days without any contact with your family or friends. Mm-hmm. But if you pay them 25 bucks an hour, you know, for 60 days, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would be like, hell yeah, I'll do that. Like, that's, that's a lot of money at that point. Or I'm sure there's and, a number that I think yeah. they could go higher. And the NBA, they reported that this uh, is going to cost them like $150 million, this bubble. But I don't remember the statistic, but just like simple things of running the NBA cost them way more, like $150 million in the grand scheme of things, like a company that makes billions in revenue is not yeah. that much money. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's really not that expensive to do this. They're probably going to make that money back easy in the TV yeah. uh, game revenue. They'll be fine. So it's not like it's costing them an extraordinary amount of money to finish the season. If it was, they'd probably just cancel it. Yeah. So I was going to say the same thing. They should just pay these employees more and have them stay in the bubble, get tested every day. Like you're already doing that for the players. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't get it, because that's just like that. That's what opens it up, right? And that's what makes it. Mm-hmm. That's what make it makes you almost think that the MLB will be safer than, or less risk associated right. with a whole team getting it or something. And then, what's interesting about baseball is, they play every day, right? So, back to backs are, happen all the time in baseball. Yeah. And now with the sixty sixty game shortened schedule, they're playing like six games a week like six games in seven days constantly so it's not like they have a lot of time to go out and stuff you know what mm-hmm. i mean they're going to be yeah. constantly in the hotels and then at the game yep so i think there's less risk of people escaping their hotels and stuff because they don't really have a bubble whereas yeah. in the nba these guys are going to have a lot of downtime mm-hmm. so yeah they're off every other day what's interesting to me is you know Dude, they're I'd not allowed to leave the, bubble. the gym man yeah. I would just be like putting up I would shots. Play the game. No, no, no. Well, I, I guess. But I'd oh, be like watching, watching the games. Yeah, because they're allowed to. Yeah, that's that'd sick. be cool. That's sick, huh? Yeah. It's like when the bar. It's like LeBron stays to watch the Magic. Yeah. The varsity stays to watch the freshman game. <laughs> <laughs> um, something else is uh, their tech like this whole like oh we're bringing in federal security. It's kind of weird. Like, you. You, you're making it almost sound like totalitarian, you know? Yeah. I think, and then I think ultimately they said like the players aren't necessarily not allowed to leave the bubble, 
but they have to announce why and when they're leaving the bubble and you then they have quarantine. to potentially quarantine yeah. which is like let's just say a player leaves and it's like hey lakers or hey rockets i'm out for these next three games <laughs> what yeah it's gonna i don't think anybody's gonna leave or anybody's gonna leave who then quarantines yeah well do you think people are gonna leave What like, are they leaving I, for? It really, you know. Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything, like, then it'd be like getting people in. Right. I, I guess that. that's the other question: Are people yeah. going to come in? Uncle Dennis is coming. I mean, he's coming for sure. <laughs> Doc has that room lined up already. Doc has him on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they super matched. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be wild. It's interesting, dude. All right. Uh, so you think it's going to finish? I think if a big team, I guess if a team in the top three in each conference has like a massive outbreak, like five players, mm-hmm. I think they rather postpone than just proceed. You know, I don't know what you think, but yeah. Well, so, okay. I think they would. Yeah, I think that would depend on who the team is and who the play. Like, if it if it really is like Milwaukee starting five, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I could, I'm sure they have a certain line that the men they would postpone. But I don't see them then ending the season. I think they would just literally postpone until what, what two weeks? How far out is. though? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But that's the only way it doesn't finish, right? It has to be like a team gets it or yeah. a certain percentage of players. But I, don't, I just don't see that happening based on how yeah. many I mean, tests they're running. I think it took a F, uh, FC Dallas for uh, the MLS. They had mm-hmm. like seven players. Um, an MLS roster is like 22 guys or something like that. Yeah. Um, so a little less than half and they pulled out, you know? Yeah. But okay, also, so – but they pulled out before they even got in the bubble. Once you're in the bubble, hypothetically, and you're getting tested every day, your test. I think they were in the up. bubble already, weren't they? Oh, they were already in the bubble, and then, so. yeah. <laughs> I think like they clearly went in with COVID. Is what it sounds nice. like. <laughs> well, that's poor plan. Like not poor planning. I shouldn't say that, but it sounds like they didn't test prior to like some of these other right. teams that you already had it. Right, right, right. Like and uh, uh, I so something that doesn't positive. make sense to me is uh, like DeAndre Jordan for the Nets, right? He tested positive for COVID and it was like the announcement was DeAndre Jordan tested positive. So he, he's not joining the nets. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't get that. Cause like, I get the idea of like, he can't go with them right now if he's positive, but if they're testing him every day and in a week he tests negative, why can't he join them without bringing it? You know, like that didn't make sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. Like I think it was more so like excuse. Yeah, probably. I mean, I guess if you're on the nets, I get it. Yeah, or if it, maybe he has like, I've read the same thing. I didn't read like that he had a family member or anything that would have you, put more at risk, so that he feels like he shouldn't go. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know either. <sighs> All right, um, any matchups? Or I guess let's start with this. Uh, did you did you get a take a look at the team schedules? Like the West teams fighting for the eight seed? No, I didn't. All right. Um, we can. Do you have them? We can shorten this. I just this have like the we... schedule, like the general schedule, but I don't have like each team's. Wizards, can they can they bridge the gap without Beal and Bertans? 
Oh, Beal's not playing. That's huge. I forgot about that. All right. Ready? Uh-huh. So this is crazy. Um, these, are the, these are the Western Conference playoff contenders. Screw the East. I really don't care which of the oh, teams. Share your screen. Share your screen. Gotcha. Yeah. Take her off. And then read them off. Let's do it. All right. All right. Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah. yeah is it full perfect. screen? Yep. It's not showing. All right. There we go. All right. So West playing contenders. You got uh, the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. Pelicans, Kings, Trailblazers, Spurs, and Suns in that order. So the Grizzlies are the eight seed. And this is their strength of schedule. So the lower the number, the easier the schedule. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So the Pelicans have the hardest schedule. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I said way. that backwards. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. The higher the number, the easier the schedule. Okay, so the Pelicans yeah, yeah. have the easiest schedule out of everybody in, in the, the whole bubble. Yeah. Um, the Grizzlies, before all this happened, they had the hardest strength of schedule left in the season yeah. or in the league. And uh, they ended up with the seventh hardest, which is eh, pretty, pretty fair. Yeah. And then Kings have the 19th. Uh, so the third easiest strength of schedule. Spurs have the fourth easiest strength of schedule. The Blazers, they have the third hardest schedule. And then the Suns have the, uh, the sixth hardest, but no one cares about them. Dude, the Bla- I really, I think we talked about this last time, but really like the Blazers. And they're getting back Zach Collins. Dude, they're playing some tough teams, though. Yeah. But, the, for them but to, you're right. You're right. They're going to come full force. And then Carmelo. And Carmelo's not going to have to, like, they're, they're going to be in such a better place. I think. So that being said, uh, the way this is from the ringer, uh, I don't, I didn't read at all how they calculated this percentage, <laughs> but they have uh, the Grizzlies who are currently the eight seed. And what are they three and a half games in front of everyone else? Yeah. Um, they have them as an 87% chance of ending up as the eight seed. I mean, yeah. When you have I have three and a half lead in eight games. Like that's... Yeah. An 11% chance of ending up as the nine seed. Mm-hmm. And a seventy-one percent chance overall is qualifying for the playoffs. And then the next best would be the Pelicans, who again have the easiest schedule remaining. They have an eight percent chance of ending up as the eight seed, a thirty-four percent chance of being that nine seed within the four games to play the eight seed, yeah. and then a fourteen percent chance overall to qualify. And I think that's that's huge, dude. Because if if the Pelicans, for example, are within four games, to win two in a row is going to be pretty hard. I think. Yeah, I mean, the benefit is you're not playing anybody at, on their home court, right? That's true, so yeah. it really is just like, I, I think they could do it. They have, they probably have, yeah, they definitely have more veterans. Yeah, I mean, they got J.J. You know, Redick and Holiday, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't I, count Ingram and Ball or mm, Hart. As, he's only 19! He's only 19, um, man. What's interesting is, I guess, you know, if you win the first one and you, you're in that second game, you have to win. It's it's really easy to just see it as like a game seven winner take all, right? Yeah. But but can you can you have that perspective for two straight games, like back against yeah. the wall, game six, game seven? I feel like that's hard to pull off. It is hard to pull off, but I think against the Grizzlies, I think you could because they're a young team. Yeah. Or it, was, it would certainly be easier. Um, Anyone yeah, I don't else see uh, the Grizzlies being. They're going to be eight or nine. There's no way they're like. Right. They the don't. Ten. They don't lose six games and then drop out of eight or nine. 
There's no way. Yeah, yeah, they would have to go two and six or worse. Minimum. And some teams would have to go five and three. Um, yeah, but I do think six the Blazers-Pelicans, that'll be fun to watch, I think. Uh, do yeah, they play? And the strength of schedule for the Blazers, though, that's, that's disheartening. But aren't they both? They're both like three and a half back. It's just that the Pelicans own the tiebreaker. Yeah, but I'm curious if, if they play. They probably do just because all these teams play. Why isn't this loading? Should I hope on? they play? Yo, why isn't this working? Technical difficulties trying to pull up the Blazer schedule and whatever, man. Whatever. Pull it up. Uh, hmm? You want me to read it off? Oh, never mind. So. All right. So they do not oh. play the Pels. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but they do play Memphis. So first, they have to win that game. I think that starts the restart because it's the first day of the restarts at yes. 2 p.m. No, one, I, I one thought they started on the 30th for some reason. Dude, I'm so I excited. I think it's the 31st, but um, tuning in for that shit. Dude, well, I guess, uh, do you think any other team in here outside of. Uh... All right, let's start with this. Do you oh, think the Grizzlies the are going to. By the way. Oh, they do? Yeah, oh, okay. Utah Pelicans and then uh, both LA teams play. Gotcha. Well, let's start with this. Do you think the Grizzlies are going to end up the eight seed once the playoffs start? I need to look at their schedule. Hold on. <laughs> uh, my my heart says no, but my head certainly says yes because they have such a huge lead. Granted that we're in a really weird situation, right? It's not like they have a huge lead. There's eight games left, and we've been playing this whole time. It's really like a whole new season. Um, so they have a tough. They still do have a tough schedule. So I'm gonna say. I'm going to go no. Let's just go no. I'm going to say – I think they're going to be the ninth seed. I – I well, no, no, no. I guess I think they're going to be the eighth seed going into the play-in, but I don't yeah. think they're going to be the eighth seed going into the playoffs. Oh, I agree with that. So I don't think that – whoever they play – That's what I mean. They could, I think they can right, play right. So that, the Pelicans, that's what the I meant, Blazers, like, or the Spurs, and I think – They lose the two? I think they lose. <laughs> right, and that's, that's what I'm banking on. So um, they – are three and a half games ahead, right? So as of now, let's say we skip eight games and everything stays the same record-wise, the Pelicans and the Grizzlies would be playing for uh, the two spots. And yeah, honestly, I've seen enough of Zion to be yeah. like, that guy's going to put up 30. Yeah, he's going to be a beast. <laughs> that, team, that team's winning for sure. And Yeah, they'll win too. Yeah. Um, and the refs I think will be on their side so we can get Zion versus LeBron. That's true. So. I think if it's the Blazers, they lose the two. I think if it's the Spurs, that'll be that'll be the closest, right? I think if it's the Kings or the Suns and the Grizzlies, just they just need to win one. So I think if it's the Kings or the Suns, they do. Yeah. I think if the Spurs, you could it's a coin flip, but I think if it's the Blazers or Pelicans, they easily yeah. uh both those not easily, but they win two. Yeah. Yeah, but they're just they're just better. So I guess with that being said, with the understanding that I don't think there's any way it's the Kings or the Suns. I don't think the Grizzlies are the eight seed going into the playoffs. I agree with that. Which is fascinating, honestly. So I got their schedule in front of me here. They play the Blazers, the Spurs, Pelicans, all huge games for them. <laughs> like, and then they play Utah, Oklahoma City, Toronto, Boston, and Milwaukee. That is a gauntlet of a schedule. It's tough, dude. Like, I, I guess the saving grace for them is the games that they – 
could win are probably the ones against the Blazers, the Spurs, and the Pelicans, which are the games they need to win. So Right, but and what's fascinating is the Blazers, the Spurs, and the Pelicans all feel like, oh, we like that's a game we can win, you know? <laughs> that's a game we could win and we need to win. Right. Which I mean both teams it's not like the Grizzlies can slack off and be like, oh, we don't need to take it. Um they could go but two I think and six, man. So there's an some of these teams have to do bad. There's so, an edge to the idea of I need to win this game to have a chance and yeah. I can still be in the play-in and not yeah. win this game. Like, I think yep. there's an edge to having to knowing that every game is a game seven almost. Yeah. yeah. Like, again, if there's only 22 teams, the, wor- the eight worst teams aren't here, right? And, of course, yeah, you still have the Wizards, the Nets, and the Magic, but they're all in the East. Yeah. So if you do, if you didn't have the I'm sure the Pelicans are playing all three of those teams because that's the only reason you would have the 20 second strength of schedule there. But I mean, Dude, besides those three teams, every other team is really tough. Yeah, I, I the Suns and, and those teams included. Those teams are good. They're just you know they're they're young, yeah, um, but they're gonna play tough. They're gonna play hard. So and what so the Ringer based on like math and whatnot. They say there's a ninety percent chance that we have the plan, right? Because, the like I said, like if if things ended the way they are right Someone now, there's a plan. Definitely gonna have a plan. It's not like everyone's outside looking in on the plan, yeah. you know? Because aren't aren't four of the teams within four games? Somebody's uh, gonna make it. Well, everyone but the Suns. Everyone yeah, but the so. Suns is in a plan game, so. Uh, or would has the they're within range, only one of them plays, but. Right, right, but what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is the Pelicans, Kings, Trailblazers, and Spurs are all four games or less, yeah. and that's that's something we brought up last time that I still don't, it still kind of sucks. Is there's like, like a I don't know if there's a number out there, but there's like a seventy percent chance that two teams are within the plan, right? Like, I think there's if, probably a good chance that three teams are within the plan. Right. So let's say <laughs> the Pelicans, or let's say the Blazers, right? I think the team that we both feel pretty confident can can yeah. get it within that reason reasonable like space let's say they're within three games and then the pelicans are also within three games yeah but because of tiebreakers from the regular season the blazers now don't get to play in a play-in yeah, even though they moment. have the same record and that was such a missed opportunity by the league i think they could have like really done something a little creative here with yeah especially in the west why they didn't just do a round robin like and just like let the other teams be i don't know i still think i don't remember who who i read it from it might have been somebody on the ringer somebody on espn or one of these athletic but somebody did a group stage thing and i was like that would have been cool and you could even do it so you do the group stage and you still guarantee the top four seeds from each conference are guaranteed to make it right they're coming out regardless um or they, or you make it so that it's almost impossible that they don't. But that would have been like something like that would have been really cool to see. Like just because there are going to be teams in the West that are within those four games of the eight seed and not be able to play. That's that's gonna suck. Like I, yeah. I really feel like, and it's not like they missed it, right? Because they were well aware of the fact that all of the teams in the West right now are. Yeah. Qualify for a plan based on just like the general rule, and then what's more unfair, I think, is that they're doing by winning percentage. So any team that played one more game than everyone else yeah, before lame. this canceled gets that's more lame. credit. 
right? So I think uh, they should have went jump, head to head. Yeah, uh, the yeah. jump did did a showed an example. I think it was uh, if I'm remembering correctly, the Pelicans because they've played one. They have the same differential, as in they've won one and lost one more than the Blazers, mm-hmm. uh, which means that based on like games back, they're the same. But that one extra game won equated with that one extra game loss gives them like a 0.1% better oh, winning that's percentage. Lame. That's lame. And because of that, they be, they have the tiebreaker. Yeah, that's stupid. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, none of this is going to be perfect. Ultimately, we got to be happy we're getting basketball back. We're going to be watching basketball at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. or something like that. Let me read you the Pelicans schedule real quick. You'll All appreciate right. this. They're just like gifting them the eight seed. Utah, the Clippers, Memphis, Sacramento, Washington, Spurs, Sacramento, Orlando. They play Orlando, Sacramento, and Washington? That's unfair. They play Sacramento twice. Four of those games are like gimmies. And then Memphis, you have to win. Like for them, like just mentally, you have to be. Okay. So uh, for the sake of argument and also for the sake of my Spurs, let's say that one's not a gimme and they lose it. Well, it's not a gimme, but let's just say they lose it. And that's like a, that's easily like five wins right there. Right. At least they five, beat the Grizzlies. Five wins. They yeah. beat the Grizzlies. They beat Sacramento twice, which yep. is very foreseeable. They yeah. beat Washington and then they beat Orlando. Yep. That's five and three. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Five and three without like, you know, without sleep, you know? Yeah. And just assuming the they don't win the toss ups. Yeah. Easily beat the jazz. I think they probably lose to the Clippers, but unless Kawhi doesn't play load management, Uncle Dennis, Dennis. <laughs> Uncle Dennis suits up. <laughs> um, I had another. Oh, okay. So this this is probably a good segment to have uh, regarding our our favorite teams. So a lot of discussion has been centered around the fact that there's no um, home or away games. Like they technically do have them set up in terms of home or away, and I think. Well, they, they brought courts, the team's courts, and I wonder if they're going to set them up for the games or if that's just for practice or something. But, uh, I think it's just for practice, or that was the impression I got. Right, me too. And I guess what I'm wondering is the Sixers and the Spurs, right, our favorite teams uh, respectively, both have this whole season have been good on the road, or in the Sixers' case, they've been excellent. Or, sorry, they've been good – at home and in the Sixers case they've been excellent at home they've been terrible on the road so do you think something like this will help them or will it even out I guess you know you you get the benefit of not having to play on the road but will your role players perform as well as they did at home or do you think it's just going to neutralize yeah um so if if the Sixers were like the two seed I'd be really upset about this (laughs) <laughs> you know, because like, like if they had a stronger hold on home court, which they don't even have home court, you know, right they have a six seed, and I they'll probably get the five seed here. Um, not that it, I mean, it matters in terms of matchups, but it doesn't matter for home court. Um, so I think if that was the case, I'd be really upset about it because they are. I mean, they're like eighty six Celtics home court, like they're really good and they're terrible mm-hmm. on the road. Um, I think it'll kind of even out though. If anything, it's probably a little a slight disadvantage because they are so good at home um 
So every game is kind of like a road game, so to speak, but it's also a road game for everyone else. So it kind of, I don't know, it kind of neutralizes itself. And after a game or two, I'd expect that everybody kind of finds their comfort zone. I feel like the opposite. I feel like it's a slight advantage for both teams. Yeah. Um, I got to keep positive just because I have to find reasons to think the Spurs can take advantage. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just thinking – Obviously, you get a boost from hearing your crowd, right? And feeling at home, you know, like I, all the, I feel like a lot of players say that just like the court, like the, the hoop feels different, you know, like you, yeah. just, you just know that hoop better, even if it's the same wherever you go. Um, so that's like a disadvantage, but I just feel like the amount that you regress with the hostility the is road. greater yeah. than the amount that you improve. Like uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, I guess feeling. you're right. Especially with your younger players. I feel like they're gonna be so, they're gonna be comfortable. It's like summer league. Right. And I'm I'm just hoping like shooters don't get cold, you know, like the way that they would at home at away games. So yeah. I'm hoping that uh they benefit from this, that they don't regress as much as they would on the road, even if they won't be as good as they would be at home. Yeah. Um mm. I don't know. Like the Spurs play the Jazz twice. They play the Pelicans. They play the Grizzlies. I see. They play the Sixers on the third. They play the Sixers. We got to do a reaction pod. Oh yeah, dude. We gotta. You down? Zoom watch this game. I'm, I'm down. Yeah, you can share screen from your league pass or something. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean I can. I'll twitch it or however, whatever the best <laughs> way would be it? to like live stream it for you. <laughs> Just for you, I don't need to live stream it like to anyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I think I'm hoping that it's more of an advantage than a disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hope so too. Speaking of the Sixers, Horford coming off the bench. You think he's going to come off the bench wacky. for the? Because uh... he he ended before the hiatus. He was coming off the bench, right? Before Simmons got hurt, and then Simmons got hurt, and they. Moved them back into the starting lineup because you could really, it gets it's really hard for them to play all three of them at the same time. Two is kind of the max there between Simmons, Horford, and Embiid. You just need to find a. I mean, I think Brett Brown's smart enough to find a way to maximize Horford. I hope they so. They just haven't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He worries me, but if they stagger, it should be fine. It's just going to be what's. It's going to be tough. Is at the end of the game, you know what? It, do you ride the hot hand? Um, or do you, in my opinion, I just wouldn't play Horford at the end. That's when it comes down to it. I'd play whoever I started unless, unless Horford was really having a great game. I just, okay. I'd let Simmons and Embiid be the stars that they are. You think, um, you think Tim Duncan's going to the bubble? Oh, Timmy's in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like they're gonna they're gonna designate him as one of their replacement players. Yeah, uh, I think it's <laughs> they uh, might. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Um, I just the only reason we care so much is because this is their one their one playoff appearance away from breaking the record, right? So they're tied for the record Who right now the record? with act- the Sixers uh, nice. slash Nationals before they were the Sixers. Yeah. Um, but Spurs and the Sixers right now are tied for the record at 22 straight playoffs. Yeah. Which is insane, dude. That's insane. And the Sixers did it when there was like 10 teams, yeah, you know, yeah. or eight teams. <laughs> probably it's probably but, started uh, with eight. Yeah. Yeah. And 
if if like if we already had the record or whatever, it's like ah, whatever. It had to end at some point, you know. But it's like oh, you're one away from breaking it. I I mean, they have. I don't think they're as good as the Blazers or the Pelicans, but they're as good as the Grizzlies in my mind. And maybe I'm just like, I can respect that. the Grizzlies, but no, I can um, respect that. I think I just yeah. I mean, they have they're they're only four back, and it's only because of number like the math, right? Everybody yeah, else is three the or the Blazers and Pelicans are three and a half. So I mean, and the Kings. Um, yeah, what's they have a good shot? I don't know who they play. Who, what's their schedule again? You were reading it off, but well, let me let me pull it up. But what makes it tough is that um, Aldridge is out, right? I think we oh, oh shit. We, last well, time we recorded good, it was the day before, and you had we had texted about it, and you said, oh, like you know, does that mean DeRozan will get to be DeRozan? Yeah. And my take, which maybe not giving him enough credit is I'd rather have Aldridge than DeRozan because then the Spurs can be the Spurs. However, there's an argument to be made that like, Hey, like if DeRozan gets to freely put up 30 a game, yeah, maybe he can win you a couple. I don't know. Do you remember two years ago uh, before that last season he played in Toronto where he started off the season averaging like 40 points yeah, per yeah, game yeah. He was like and he was like everyone was like oh he's the clear MVP candidate and it, it only yeah. lasted like 15 games it wasn't the whole season sure. but if he goes on that tear for eight games like so, it's possible so the Spurs play Sacramento Memphis Philadelphia mm-hmm. the Nuggets Utah New Orleans Houston and then Utah. So that's a four and four right there. Right, that screams yeah. four and four. <laughs> yeah, just like quickly looking at it, that's yeah. Uh, let I assume automatically they'll split with Utah. Either yep. way, okay. So one and one. I think win they, Memphis so and Sacramento. We're just like they struggle with man. Sacramento, dude, for whatever reason. Oh yeah, like they gotta win with, those games though. All right, let's just absolute best case scenario benefit of the doubt they yeah. win against sacramento they win against memphis yeah i can well, let's say they lose against philly they're it two goes either way it's probably for um, denver too either way i think I'd they can denver beat denver but wins. oh okay all right, all right. they, well, they win one of those let's say best case scenario they win one of those yeah. so they come out the first four three and one okay and then they have utah new orleans houston and utah so let's just say they split utah so that's a three and two mm-hmm. And then New Orleans and Houston. We give them the benefit of the doubt that they win against the Pelicans. So they're four and two. Do they beat Houston? Probably not. <laughs> or they're four and uh yeah, four and two. And then, yeah, I don't know. Houston plays so weird, you know. That's tough, dude. It is tough. That's a tough road. They'd be they could go five and three, but they're probably closer to it screams four and four. They could go five and three. They could go six and two. I mean, that's the thing is like you really don't know which team's great. gonna get hot. Yeah, like none of these teams are outstanding. So it's not like you're playing the Lakers or the Clippers or the Bucks. So, but yeah, below those three, it's like a different tier for me. Everybody else kind of lumped in there. The Nuggets are sneaky good. However, the only thing that gives me confidence is that like, you know, we took them to seven last year. So it's not like they they're unbeatable. Yeah. So okay, what who is their starting? Like who's what's their rotation? I don't I don't I really don't know much about the Spurs, man. So this is this is where it gets tricky, right? Because fans, I didn't mind the rotation that much, mm-hmm. um, but fans in general hated it because Pop relied heavily on Bryn Forbes, which I fans Forbes. I love Forbes. I love him too, and 
you need him there because your starting lineup was non-shooters all around, right? DeJounte He's Murray. He's an immediate baller. You can just like anybody who's ever played basketball, just like at any level, you can just see immediately that like that's somebody you want to play with. Right, right, right. But He's really small, so he's not good on defense. But it's not good. Like, DeRozan is bad at defense because you can tell he never tried growing up, and now it's too late to develop that skill set. Yeah. And Bryn Forbes is bad at defense because he's 6'1", like, yeah, yeah. and he's playing he against 6'6 six, six players. Yeah, it's, it's not lack of effort. Like, yeah. I, like, I'm sorry he can't guard Clay Thompson. Like, what do you want me to do? You know, yeah. it's not his fault. Um, but he's forced to start because there's no shooting on the starting lineup. So mm-hmm. – with Aldridge out, Jakob Pertl, which is their backup center, is probably going to... Slide gonna, Gay to the four. Uh, no, Gay comes off the bench strategically. So Trey Lyles is going to slide to the four. Jakob Pertl is going to slide to the five. And then Patty Mills is their sixth man. Marco is like their seventh man, and everyone hates that. Like Everyone feels like Marco, Marco Bellinelli should. But... He's a little older. He's not as quick yeah. anymore. But he puts up some big buckets is the thing. Like He... The thing is that they've tried not putting him in the rotation. So they went like five or six games where he didn't play. Mm-hmm. And then they needed a bucket to like to win a game, like game seven out of him not playing for six games. Yeah. And he got it. Like hadn't, hadn't <laughs> touched the court in like a week and then just nailed a three to win the game. Nice. So it's like, all right, like you gotta give it to him, you know? Um they still got Murray, right? He yeah. So Murray's their starting point guard. And then off the bench is Derek White, which uh, yeah, like he's White. he needs to he needs to play a lot more. Like yeah. uh, well, for purposes of should help with that because I, I, think I so mean too. Get, yeah because you're sliding everybody down. Right. So Murray should Murray and White should play a lot. Gay should get some minutes. And then the big wild card is uh, Lonnie Walker. You you've seen yeah, him right? I know, uh, I know Lonnie Walker. Yeah. Guy with he's big crazy. hair. Yeah. That guy's like crazy athletic, but he's like young. Like you can tell. He went off a few games, but yeah, the good thing is he rained him the, in. The hiatus might have helped, you know. Like I said, like it's kind of like a new season, man. They like, yeah. had, they had a whole off season. It was three months off. Whether or not, he's, right? You know, like if you were getting to the gym or not is the question. But you had a lot of time to. It's really was he a rookie or was this his second year? He's the second year. Um, so it's like almost like he's entering his third year. It's like that. That much yeah. time has passed. Right. That's crazy. Probably just as long as a normal off season. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. So, so maybe that'll benefit. I, I, I don't know. I, I like the. I don't know. I like the Spurs roster, but they have a lot of young players who. The, so like Murray should benefit. He should be a lot healthier. Yeah, he should. Um, yeah, he should benefit any any further he can get from his Achilles injury. I know it's a couple of years now, but yeah, it's two years removed. Um, I think what'll be interesting is how much he trusts the young guys, right? Because with Aldridge out, like the only two people, well, they have three guys in their 30s and Patty Mills, DeRozan, and Rudy Gay. Everyone's on board with Patty Mills playing because he's just such a spark. You know what I mean? And then the question is, how much do you rely on Rudy Gay and DeRozan? And me, being like a big DeRozan fan, I say heavily. Like, he's your best player. Now is not the time to trust the young guys, you know? But a lot of people believe hey, whether or not we make it, you know, you have a young roster now. The first time you've had a young roster in, like, 20 years, like, just hand the reins over already. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think, like, there's a method to Pop's madness. Like, there's everyone gets pissed that, like, Lonnie Walker doesn't play, for example. And it's like, yeah. dude, like, 
Kawhi Leonard wasn't averaging 30 minutes a game for the first yeah. three years of his career. Well, you got to earn him, and that's that's He's a, one yeah. of the things that's really great about the way he coaches. It's a little more old school. Like you don't just get minutes just to get minutes. Like you got to put the effort in, and that's yeah. like one of the things that Lonnie Walker isn't hasn't done. I don't know if he is doing it was doing well, it towards the end of the season he wasn't doing it at the beginning he wasn't yeah, playing defense I, he was kind of like he was like it reminded me of lance stevenson just kind of like off in his own world you know yeah i get Super what you mean and, and he's done that he's gotten better but i totally understand why just just because you have an athletic guy that you're not used to doesn't mean he deserves to be starting yeah not on that not on a team like that so that's we'll see yeah um all right. Any, who do you think, of, who do you think wins, man? Ooh. I think we talked about this before, but it's been it's been I don't know a month. So um, I I switched I switched uh, boats and I have uh, the Bucks taking uh, playing against the the Clippers. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone everyone is on board with recharged LeBron though. Yeah, I'm going Lakers like 100. percent I just feel like he need, <laughs> unless. You know, I'm just assuming. I I think you are too. That nobody gets COVID, right? It's yeah. Like assuming no everybody's healthy, nobody gets COVID, or not, maybe not everybody's healthy, but um, because no, but one of my terms. points for the Clippers is, can can Kawhi play every other day? No. Well, and he, here's my thing. Um, I think Kawhi is used to playing through injury when he needs to. At this point. He is, yeah. And he showed that as against the Sixers as, when he put it in. Oh, and, yeah. And the finals, and yeah. I just think we've seen enough, and I feel like I saw a lot of it also when he was in San Antonio, where, yeah. like, honestly, I don't think there's a bigger killer in the league yeah, right now. Yeah, he's pretty nasty. In the sense uh, that you can say, like, LeBron is still the better all-around player. Yeah. But, like, if there's anybody I want to, like – like I'm saying Kobe Bryant levels, like Michael Jordan levels, like I oh, need a yeah, bucket. Yeah. Like last two minutes of the game. I mean yeah, one the like, way he's like the way he plays defense consistently allows him to take it up a notch because he like he's used to playing hard on that end, if that makes sense. Right. It's not tiring for him anymore. Yeah. So um like LeBron it's hard for LeBron can play great defense, but he can't play it at that level. Like Kawhi's at like a different level there. And then on the yeah. offensive end. Of course, Kawhi is not the playmaker, but he that LeBron is, but he's a and the benefit of his teammates at the end of a game. But you know he's going to take that last shot, and you know he's going to fucking make it. Yeah, like that's just scary. I um, I just think that eight. game seven, I I just assume that series goes to seven, right? There's no way it doesn't. And I just think game seven, give me Kawhi, give me LeBron. Who cares what the roster looks like? Like, give me Kawhi with the with the magic roster and give me the Lakers at full strength game seven. I'm still going to take Kawhi. No, 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 no. That's like ridiculous. That's like absolutely I just, ridiculous. Well, you know what I mean? Like those last 10 minutes, you're just going to score every bucket. Like, yeah, no, I'm taking the Lakers though. Overall, you know, one yeah. of the things that uh, I think they're going to win the whole thing. Um, I'm the Clippers Lakers series is going to be so fun to watch, man. That's going to be a Dude, gauntlet. Crazy I'm so that mad that I can't season go. Tickets and yeah, oh. <laughs> I was going to say like, I would have hopped on that flight, oh, like COVID God. and all. That would have been sick. To watch man. that with you. Um, yeah, I, but I think the Lakers take it, and I, I actually think the Avery Bradley not coming might play to their benefit because I think Caruso gives them amazing minutes. For whatever reason, Frank Vogel doesn't seem to play him that much. But do you think he only gives them great minutes because he plays in short bursts? No. Like if he's playing twenty-five, do you think he's going to do the same? I do. All right. I do. I respect that. I think he's nasty. 
Now they could go the other way, right? And they start <laughs> if they're like giving the same amount of minutes to J.R. Smith that they are Avery Bradley. That's that's going to be a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. Like I don't Smith think they're going to really do that. Play. I and he, he could play 15 minutes. He could take Caruso's minutes. Yeah. What I don't want them to do is give Rondo or J.R. Smith more minutes. A lot more minutes for Rondo. It could be a few more, but because they don't seem to play really well. Like he's great if like LeBron's hurt. You just you don't need Rondo when you have LeBron on the court. Exactly. He's useless. Yeah. So when LeBron's out, awesome to have Rondo. It's amazing. Yeah. Or Perfect. if LeBron like LeBron's out of the game or out of, or out for the um, a few minutes. Um, out of the East though, I think it's kind of uh, it's I think it's wide open. I really do. I don't know that it's wide open, but like, so I think the, the Bucks way that are the I, favorites, but I think it's like heavy favorites. But I have the Heat as the dark horse now. Okay, I, I like I, the, I, I like the Heat roster. It's a solid roster. The question is how well. It's really young, so they've like relied heavily on young players who have yeah. outshined their expectation. Yeah. The question is in the bubble. You know, again, they won't do as bad as they would on the road. Mm-hmm. Will they do as good as they were doing at home? Because they were another team that was like great at home and i can guarantee they were working those three months man like some people you like kind of like unsure you're like ah did they were they putting the work in but like yeah those, those guys, guys the young guys for miami with that and like like that heat culture thing like the heat and the spurs are known for their like yeah. work culture and stuff um so i think with that like mindset you know no just the pressure of thinking everyone else on my team is probably working out right now yeah. is just enough to make sure that everyone worked out. <laughs> I like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, Jimmy Butler's doing that kind of yeah, stuff. Like, um, like Jimmy texted you at 6am and he's like, Hey, I just finished my wor- first yeah. workout. What's up? And you're just like, shit, I woke up. Like, I just woke up. I need to get in there. Dude. Like, oh man, that's going to be so fun. Cause I, there's a lot of great teams, right? Like in the East, I think of the top six, everybody, but the Pacers, I could, I, you could tell me that any of them would make the finals. I'd be like, all right. So the Sixers, the Heat, the Celtics, the Raptors, and the Bucks. I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Uh, you know you what I mean? include and the Raptors I, in there? I, I would don't. throw the Raptors in there. I think a lot of people have them as the dark horse, but for I don't whatever reason, the dark I just... horse. Like, they would be the, of those five teams, they would be the last one I would pick to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they don't have, like, that bona fide star, right? Right. And I think that really matters when you get into these series. On the other side, on the West, like it's the same shit, man. Like the top seven are incredible. Like Dallas. Yeah. I just, especially with this, the three month playoff, like you could tell me Porzingis is like back to his old self. But what happens if Porzingis is like kicking it like it's 2013 Knicks He's or whatever? Up, well, not 2013, 2015. 28 Knicks. and yeah, 5. He might have already been putting up 28 and 5. He just like, no, nah, he was pretty bad them. for a while. <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, or like, uh, oh, my dark horse in the West, similar to your heat pick, is uh, the Thunder. Oh, really? Yeah, nah. man, they were so fun to enough, watch. Dude. They're probably not good enough, but like, but the Heat are fun enough. The Heat, yeah, but the like, I guess overall, right? Like, who's the second span. best player on the Heat? Bam. Bam. Bam was an All Star. Oh, oh, hey. I'm, was Chris I'm, I'm Paul cool an all-star? It. Chris Paul was an all-star. Oh, he was? He's their Jimmy. Sure. Right, right. And then, well, they but, got, and then they got Shea. That's probably their second so, best player. Yeah, and he was, yeah. he was good. He was really he, good. He was borderline he exceeded, all-star. He exceeded expectations for sure. I guess what I'm saying, though, is Not my obviously, expectations. Like, Get the hell out of here with that. I can't <laughs> believe they, put, they threw him in that trade for Paul George. 
Everything else I was I cool mean, with. Obviously, I'm sure that was like yeah. a demand. It was like, all right, this trade centers around Shy. Like, yeah. All right, man. This went off the rails. This was really long. Well, uh, go Sixers, go Spurs, yeah. Heat, Dark Horse, Bucks win it all. Sixers coming out of the East, man. I can feel it. Embiid, great shape. Did you see his uh Ready to do this thing, his suit? Hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs> He's crazy. What I thought was funny was like he didn't he showed up without it on. I was like, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? It does. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> People are wild. People are wild. People are wild. I'm gonna like go back on my Twitter timeline. I'll read you some crazy shit. Yeah, dude. You gotta expect that pass. <laughs> you gotta be ready. <laughs> All right, man. Any parting shots? Um, it's gonna be fun. I think. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. It's very unfair it's inconsistent but we're gonna be so excited that we don't care exactly i think um i said this the last time we recorded which was a while ago um i'm really 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 banking on this idea that the spurs don't give up on a second chance i had given up on the season before this and somehow this gave me hope (laughs) (laughs) um but once once like they're mathematically eliminated four games in i'll be like all right, I can just enjoy this now. We'll get there. <laughs> I'll get you to a good place. All right, man. Sixer Spurs in the finals. Good fun, man. Sixer Spurs, August 3rd. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Till next time when we do a live pod. Sixer Spurs. We'll do something in between then. Peace. Later. <laughs>